You're listening to the audio portion of Healthcare Insurrection, a video podcast available from the International Informatics Institute at ion3.org. Healthcare Insurrection, Medicine, Money, and Expectations with Jack Powers of the International Informatics Institute. What a great time to be alive. In the digital age, life keeps getting faster, more efficient, more connected, in many ways more interesting. Computers, mobile telephones, interactive media, the internet, everything that's at our fingertips 24-7, 365. We live in a hyper-competitive world of choices, 500 channels of television, millions of books and movies and music albums online, billions of web pages in every language. E-media, e-mail, e-commerce, eBay, globalization, personalization, and electronic customer service. Except when it comes to our healthcare business. Last time I went to the doctor here in New York, it took me two weeks to get an appointment. I got to the office on time, they made me spend an hour and a half flipping through old magazines, and they gave me a clipboard to fill out with bullshit paperwork about HIPAA compliance and secondary insurance and whether I'd gotten allergic to something since the last time I saw the doctor. God forbid I need a hospital stay, folded and stapled and mutilated by a gang of assembly line caregivers, force-fed jello and Tylenol and sleeping pills, and kicked out before the stitches heal so they can clear the bed for the next poor suckers. These places kill over 100,000 people a year from preventable errors. Going to the hospital is its own special kind of nightmare. If I'm lucky, all I need is a plateful of pills and maybe some shots from the pharmaceutical giants who seem to be better at patenting lifestyle billion-dollar blockbuster drugs than they are at actually curing actual diseases. We've got five kinds of Viagra, and there's still no cure for malaria. With drugs, we also have an archaic, paper-based, actually scrawl-based prescription system that were responsible for at least 130,000 life-threatening adverse drug reactions every year. Getting jerked around by the healthcare oligarchy is a lot like traveling back in time to the 1950s. Daddy doctor is always right. The patient's an incompetent dope. The system only works if you sit down, shut up, and behave. Don't ever ask what it costs. It costs plenty. And don't ask if it works. We'll tell you if it works. In the U.S., 16% of GDP, 16% of the biggest economy on earth, is spent on healthcare, on a system where the price for things is secret, the quality of things goes unreported, the system is managed by accountants and bureaucrats, and access is restricted, and most people have very little choice. Other countries do better, some dictatorships are more benevolent than others, but most of us are in the same boat. The healthcare system can't fix itself. It's a rat's nest of competing interests. Providers and payers, doctor's guilds, insurance company bean counters, big pharma, vendors, hospital administrators, employers, unions, special interest groups, politicians. And everybody's got plenty of lawyers and lobbyists on staff, and everybody's got plenty of dough to spread around. But there's a growing insurrection in healthcare these days, a revolution from the bottom up, a revolution for more control, better access, and more accountability. The healthcare insurrection is driven in part by money. Employers, even big employers, even government agencies, can't keep paying medical bills that just get bigger and bigger every year. So they're limiting choices, they're chiseling down options, boosting co-pays and deductibles, and in many cases doing without employer-paid health insurance entirely. It's also an insurrection built on expectations, especially the expectations of the 77 million U.S. baby boomers who are just now turning 60 and have to take care of themselves and their increasingly long-lived parents in old age. Boomers, the most educated, the most affluent, the most litigious, the most spoiled, 
the most influential generation in history, post-hippies, post-yuppies, post-mods, with oil overlay, Levitra, and Botox, people who don't want to get sick and who don't want to look old. Expectations are important. We all know how things are supposed to work in the 21st century. Geez, the UPS guy has more technology than my cardiologist does. Jury duty and the Department of Motor Vehicles have better scheduling systems. My online PC maintenance record is more up to date than my medical files, and I refuse to believe that three hours spent in an emergency room can ever be worth $15,000. Disruptive changes in healthcare are happening in three key areas in science, in technology, and in society at large. In science, Regenerative medicine, stem cells and such, and our expanding understanding of the genome and life at the nanoscale are helping us treat disease better and anticipate conditions earlier. Acute conditions like AIDS and heart disease that used to kill you quick have now become chronic conditions that drag on forever but that you can live with. The U.S. goal is to make most cancers merely chronic by the year 2015. In technology, we're putting computers and communications to work in smarter and smarter ways to deliver more efficient and better care with things like electronic medical records, robots, biosensors, and telemedicine, to simulate and visualize conditions in silico, in chips and RAM, instead of in vivo, in living tissue, and to search with artificial intelligence for patterns in exabytes of medical data for clues to health and longevity for individuals and populations. In society, and this is a big thing, Consumers are gradually becoming more responsible for their own good health. They're starting to care how much medical services cost and how well they work. They're getting badgered to live right, eat right, exercise, and stop smoking. And they're paying more attention to their most important consumable asset, their own health. It's a big subject, dragging the entrenched and competing interests of healthcare, kicking and screaming into the 21st century. There are a lot of good ideas from a lot of different disciplines and we need open minds and we need careful analysis to make sure that we're on the right track. But it's a problem that's too important to be left to the doctors and the healthcare professionals who got us into this mess in the first place. Besides, healthcare is about life and death. Let's make this work, even if it takes a little insurrection. This has been the audio portion of Healthcare Insurrection, a video podcast available from the International Informatics Institute. For more information, visit us on the web at in3.org.